Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have a jam-packed episode. We got sports talk. We got timeout. We got a rank of the 4th of July or best 4th of July activities. And uh, we're doing this uh, podcast remote. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Look, take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. It is good to see your face, even if it is on a small screen. Um, I'll start off with how my last week has been. Uh, what I was saying before we started recording, that last podcast, I think, was the funniest podcast we've ever did. So it was really fun to re-listen to that. Um, but I played golf. No surprise there. And then I got Mario Golf. Played with Johnny and Nick after. That game is unreal. That game is too much fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We, that game. we lost. I'll be man enough. We lost. Me and Kayla lost, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I finished the show Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you guys have seen that show, but it might be one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's on HBO, which, like... HBO never puts out any duds, I feel like. Excuse me. Um, if you guys haven't seen Mayor of Easttown, highly recommend it. It is like um, a thriller mystery. How, how, similar, like, how similar is it what? to season one of True Detective? Because when people describe it to me, I'm like, that sounds like season one of True Detective. And everybody's like, oh, like, I don't know. I haven't seen that. So have you seen? It's, it's more like, have you ever seen the show Sinner? No. Oh, that's a really good show. You should watch that too. It's 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 more like Sinner, in the fact that like, uh, well, I don't want to spoil either of them for you, but it's more like Sinner. <laughs> okay. I've um, never seen Sinner, so that, that doesn't yeah doesn't help yeah. me at all. But thanks, I appreciate it. Well, <laughs> the reason why they're made by the same people because I think Jessica Beale, Jessica Beale, like oh I know Jessica Beale, executive <laughs> producer of Sinner and starred in Sinner. And then she was like a producer on this show. So I don't think it's a coincidence that they're similar, but it's good. And it's only eight episodes. That's a limited series, but it's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, kind of low key. Mom's in the hospital doing the last stint of her therapy. So she is in there for three to six weeks now, but she's doing good. I get to talk to her every day. So that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, that's all I'm doing. Uh, Johnny. <clears throat> Friday, oh, we recorded the podcast. We did a little grilling. I'm trying to make um one of those Bob's Burgers burgers, the recipe book. Um, but I couldn't find black garlic in time. I was gonna make the bet it all on black garlic. <laughs> bet it all on black garlic. Um, so we made a sauce. It was pretty good. I don't know, Nick. What do you think? The sauce was the sauce worked out really well. It was really good, but you definitely owe us some black garlic. I really want to bet it all on black garlic burger. Yeah, I ordered some uh, on Amazon. So next time, got you guys. Great. Um, Played a little. uh, What was it? It's a Mario Golf uh, with Nick. We won. It was really fun. We're just champions Um, in anything we do together, Johnny. (laughs) That's really what it is. We make a good team, Nick. I gotta say, we do. And then Saturday, we tried golfing at Cog Hill, but that did not pan out very well. Oh, I started yeah, pouring. I totally forgot about yeah, that. I don't know how you forgot that, Joe. But uh, we played four holes, and it was just, I mean, the whole thing was flooded. There was, there was no playing. <laughs> you guys, Joe, were you saying, like, before, uh, didn't Rawls ask you if you were going to cancel it? And you're like, no, we're going to play it. Like, you go four holes in, you have to stop. <laughs> well, we had like different levels of preparedness. I showed up in all waterproof from head to toe. I had a waterproof hat, waterproof jacket, waterproof pants, waterproof shoes, waterproof gloves. And it was like PJ had waterproof pretty much everything as well, except gloves. 
and a hat, and then it was like Rawls just had a waterproof jacket, and then Johnny thought he'd go to the beach. <laughs> Let me guess, like, he had nothing. <laughs> he had nothing. <laughs> hey man, I kept playing. <laughs> yeah, you did keep playing. I'll give you. <laughs> I mean, you knew it was most likely going to rain, so it's only on you. Yeah, I needed a shower. It's fine. Anyway, but I'm excited to go back, and I'm glad they gave us credit to. Uh, well, I mean, they gave us how many? I actually never looked at the receipt. They gave us like 60 bucks back of the 70 we spent. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then that night I went to see Tiesto in Chicago, um, the new Radius uh, event space that they built in Pilsen. Have you guys heard of it? No. I have. How was it? It's like two hangers basically smushed together. The place is giant. Yeah, it's, it's, gi- it's like 5,000 people, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even, it was pretty close to capacity, actually, but uh, even then, it wasn't too crowded, but it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I already bought my tickets for DJ Snake for next month at that same place. I'm very excited. It's actually going to be the after show for one of the Lala events, or one of the Lala days. Very nice. Are you yeah. going to Lala, Jim? Yeah, I'm going all four. <clears throat> can't help myself i get like in, like if i if i would only go one day i'd have to go sunday because i know if i go like thursday i'm gonna be like i should just go the next day and i'll end up like scalping a ticket for way too much money so i know who i am i am who i am I, you know i gotta <laughs> i gotta be truthful yeah you go going coco um yeah. but i'm just gonna go for the after show on thursday i don't think i'm gonna buy a ticket uh, but then i also did meet a very pretty lady on saturday I got a date for Thursday. Nice, nice Johnny. Johnny. Wow. Pretty good weekend. (laughs) Sneaks that in. So where are you going for the day? What are you doing for the day? Give us the give us the details. Haven't planned it yet. A date podcast. Bring her on here. Ooh, that's an idea. (laughs) Bring her to the studio. She'll love the incredibly tight space and beers fat head. (laughs) The shoes in the background. (laughs) I won't surprise or shock anybody. Yeah. And invite her over and cook her a better bet it all on black burger. Man, I I feel like I got to test it first. Honestly, I feel like we should be. We were promised to bet it all on black burger. Don't worry. I'm going to make it for you guys. Let's do uh, next Friday. Do another power hour episode. Somehow. I mean, apparently it was pretty funny. So let's try that again. I mean, dude, it's hilarious. Do you guys not listen to our own episodes? I do, I do sometimes. <laughs> and by sometimes, I mean twice. One of them was when uh, we all found out when who we had drafted as quarterback. I mean, that was just my favorite. Ooh, we should do a rank of our favorite uh, episodes. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We <laughs> yeah. talked about this last weekend, remember? Johnny enjoyed the power hour too much. You, you need to remember the you talk about this? You need to start re-listening to some old episodes for our um, well, that, well, that's cent- what I'm saying. Century kinda, special, you know. That'll kind of get me to listen to more. So. <laughs> Apparently not Wait, so I, far. I, I, I'm going to go back and re-listen to <laughs> If we are going to do that, I think we have to take out Bears rea- Beer's reaction to Justin Fields. Yeah, it's going to be our number one for because I don't know how that wouldn't be everyone's number yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, it was the funniest <laughs> thing sure. ever. Just yeah. hearing him like run around. I mean, I think maybe we'll have to leave that one out. I mean, that one is. I really that wish one we was recorded like our that most one. listened episode, and I think it's strictly for like the last two minutes of just I mean running around with his it, dog. It was perfect. It was serendipitous. It was it was like us sitting there like talking about each pick, and then oh my god, the bear straight up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was an hour into our power hour too, so that also <laughs> that helps. <laughs> scared, I scared the shit out of my dog. Like scared the shit Poor out Francis. of him. We were holding him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I like ran the other side of the house. Yeah, it's good. It's a good time. Still, still so excited. Still a dream. I can't believe Justin Fields is our quarterback. So, so sick. It's still real. Can you guys believe that? That's awesome. Doesn't feel real, but it is. I watch his highlights like, I don't know, once a week. Probably <laughs> once a week. What's, Bullshit. What do you? What sort of things you are you seeing? Watch from... them way more often. Yeah, one hundred percent. It seems light. <laughs> the same exact play. Yeah. This is crazy. This is different. I had to talk myself into Mitch. I haven't had to talk myself into Justin Fields. I, you just know he's good from the 
go. So all I'm doing is trying to talk myself down on him because right now I, I like, dude, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I feel like I'm stalking like an ex girlfriend. <laughs> like I like check his Instagram like daily. I'm like checking out his YouTube clips. Like I'm watching all his interviews, just like my like ex girlfriend, like blew up to be a celebrity. And I'm just like, Oh, she left me in the back. But, uh, I'm now thinking I've convinced myself that he's already got a gold jacket. I think that they already got his measurements. So <laughs> I'm trying to just get my manage expectations. Yeah. I'm trying to get my expectations down to like, as long as he brings us like only seven Super Bowls instead of 12, mm-hmm. I'll be okay with it. Yeah. yeah. Aim high. Fans, I don't think we could handle it. You're right. I mean, again, managing expectations. Yeah. Uh, beer. How you been? This weekend was pretty eventful. So Jenny and I decided we were going to have a fun weekend. And so we were going to like really go ham. So our version of fun weekend was Jenny worked Friday night. So that means 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. But not going to sleep Saturday morning. You have to wake up. We have to get up. We have to start drinking. So like she gets home and the first thing she does, we get ready. We go straight to I had a reservation at this brunch place at like 8 45 in the morning and it's we got there and like we show up and we're drink, started like okay I'm like old-fashioned give me it she's like orders mimosas and she's dying she's been up for over 24 hours so it's just like she's like starting up the hill like really hard after her night shift without sleeping and we're like drinking mimosas and everything and like this place, it's so early there. We're in Rochester, Minnesota. Okay. Like there's not a lot of people going ham that early for brunch. <laughs> so like there's like a mom and her son, like a couple tables away. And then there's like another like old couple behind us. And then there's us just drinking. And so drank a decent amount, had a really good breakfast. Jenny, we're feeling really good. We go and sit at the bar. They're like, who are these people at nine, eight, nine 30 in the morning sitting at the bar? Like, at this place in Rochester, Minnesota, we're drinking there. And then I'm like, all right, cool. And then we go home and then Jenny passes out and she's dead. So that was, <laughs> that was our Saturday. It was like an attempt at to drink all day. And we tried and we got to crave, we drank it all. We drank a bunch at their like really nice brunch place. Like they set it up to be a nice brunch spot, but like it's Rochester. Not a lot of <laughs> like, you make it sound like you live in like levels, a, like, uh, like a Handmaid's Tale type of like, <laughs> like it's back in like the Puritan era. Yeah, it's late 1800s or like early 1800s. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. People wear bonnets and shit. There's really fun people here. There's just not a lot of them. And so like, <laughs> when you have like, you gotta a, find each other. So crave this. I'll, let me describe this bar. This bar, it's in like the the top of this building in downtown Rochester, and it has like an open roof. So it gets a lot of sunlight in. It's like the perfect brunch place. Like you would go there. If it was in Chicago, it would be a really cool place to like go drink and have fun at. But it's like in downtown Rochester. So like there's not like a bunch of people going there and like going there for brunch and having a blast. So it just felt like we tried to make it happen more than like the town really accepted. So we tried that on Saturday and then Sunday went and we did some kayaking, went and drove about 45 minutes to like this middle of nowhere town. Like this kayaking place is like in this hole in the wall thing. Went kayaking. It was pretty nice. The river was moving pretty quick. It was cool. We were drinking some spotted cows and we brought our dog with who Francis freaked the, he didn't know what was happening on the, on the, uh, on the kayak. Did you and have like a he's little... a blind dog, so like oh god, no, he usually doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> he really doesn't know what was going on. So you surrounded um, your blind dog by just bodies of water. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and he was just like he was trying to like crawl around at one point and like crawled up on Jenny and then like put his paw out into the water and then pulls away and is like trying to like nope, like nope, 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 <laughs> does not know where he is. But it was fine. Like it was pretty cool. It was a nice little kayak, and then we finished the kayaking and then right next door i like made sure to call and like get a reservation for this like breakfast place and this is like a really small town but on their website they said to make sure to call on weekends thankfully i called on sunday because they have this giant church right next to it and like it was right after sunday like church 
and there was a whole bunch of people there like try, waiting to get there and they had our table reserves outside with for like a spot for francis like thankfully i called like and we roll up like i'm barely i'm wearing like we just, we're just in a river like you know and like roll up with our dog who's wet and we walk past all these people in nice clothes and we go take our seat it was like it was so sick and it was really good food in this really small uh really small town so like that's what we did this weekend then we came back and chilled so yeah it was pretty fun it was pretty fun minnesota weekend you know i'll take it <laughs> nice i just have one comment Eight forty-five is breakfast not brunch <laughs> yeah that's pretty early it was very early, but like, so what was I supposed to do? Right. Yeah. Jay gets off work no, at seven. He had to do it. Like, no, absolutely. There's, we well, had last to, time I visit, I really want to visit that, uh, that brunch place. Don't yeah. We'll it. go to Crave. Like that's, it's really fun. It's like a cool looking, they have good, really good food too. So, and they like have this off spin, like where they, like part of their, it's like all American. And then part of their menu is sushi and they have like sushi chefs that make sushi as well. There, oh. Just for fun, like, yeah, it's like a sushi bar Target. as well. Like, huh. but like everything else is American, like modern food. Like, very, you know, very fun. <laughs> That's great. Here, you got to use the uh, next time she's like trying to go to sleep when you get home. You got to be like, no, this is this could be used as like your military training. Like, we need you <laughs> sleep deprived. We need you drinking. We need you to not be in your element. And see how you like you do. We got to keep mm-hmm. you. We got to keep you going. It's mm-hmm. Good training. We, we got home and it was raining, and we were going to go to a brewery. That was our plan to keep going. They go to this brewery, but it was raining. So like we were like, let's wait till it stops raining because like we're not gonna we're not gonna drive because there's no way we could drive a car at that point. And it was like we could take these lime scooters and go to a brewery, which is technically <laughs> not legal to be doing that. So it's still bad, but less I guess less bad, but still bad to even go with our dog. But <laughs> thankfully, yeah, Jenny. You're carrying Francis with you. I, he was going to be on my back in a backpack. I'm on a lime scooter <laughs> after drinking a couple old fashions and like mimosas. And we we're going to go to a brewery. But thankfully it rained and Jenny passed right out on the couch. So. so I know you said there's not a lot of people in Rochester, but are there Ubers and or Lyfts? There are but not as many. And that's uh, like the spooky thing. Is that like there was one morning like when we were at... Uh, we were at, I was like looking the morning of going to Crave, which is the place on Saturday. I was looking for Ubers at like 8 a.m. and there were none. It said there were no, none in your area. I was like, oh no. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, no. So we drove and I was able to drive, have like four drinks and I get home and then like, all right, let's start drinking. So it was, we cut it close, but I mean, it was fine, but it's just really bad. It, it's, <laughs> It's but in the afternoon it's fine. Like in the evening, so yeah. it's it's not that bad. We could probably we'll make it work. Like I, we've gotten Ubers there before and it's been fine. But at weird off hours at like two a.m. it could be tough to traverse around Rochester. Okay, we'll use scooters. We could, you know, they have the live scooters here. They're everywhere. Let's go. So yeah, Nick, how's your weekend? Nick. Uh, my weekend was good. Um, podcasting Friday night, Saturday, just trying not to get swept up by the tornado. Um, you guys hit, hit by a tornado, huh? Yeah, there was warnings in the city, which is pretty rare. Um, so yeah, the the weather's been pretty crazy this past week. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do too much. Um, met up with a buddy for a couple drinks at the Old Town Ale House on Saturday, which is always a killer spot. Um, love all the paintings and stuff they got up there. Um, still going cash only. Uh, Saturday night I watched the movie About Time, which if you've never seen it, uh, tearjerker. Um, fan- fantastic Ooh. movie, highly recommend. Um, it's on Netflix. Um, and then Sunday, um, my dad actually came into town and we had lunch. We got a a Polish lunch from this Polish restaurant in um. Uh, Wicker Park called Patalanka, and uh, that was pretty nice. Got to spend some time with my dad, so pretty chill weekend overall. And uh, this weekend I'm heading to a wedding, uh, for, you know, third of July wedding, which is pretty crazy in Colorado. So a lot going on. Would you have at the Polish restaurant? Uh, I mean, 
it, you know, Polish food is just meat and potatoes with a side of sauerkraut. So I got us a couple, a couple dinners, one of which was, or I got some potato pancakes, got us a, a, a dinner with, um, like a beef stew with mashed potatoes and a side of two kinds of, uh, sauerkraut. And then another one that was like a schnitzel, um, with mashed potatoes and two, two uh, kinds of sauerkraut. So mm, my dad's like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's very similar. You know, it's just trying to fill you up cheaply. And my dad's a very big meat and potatoes guy. So, uh, he, he really enjoyed it and, and we're Polish. So schnitzel sound great. Yeah. I love schnitzel. Yeah, it was mm. good. So good. Hit the spot. All right. That's good. Uh, let's talk about our first topic for sports. It's actually our only topic, but it's a big one. So as of morning, I was going to do it because when it's midnight, I always say like today, but as of this morning, uh, college players are able to make money off their name and likeness. This is pretty crazy. Uh, I like that some athletes really hit the ground running. I saw people posting the hashtag ad at like 12.03. Love it. Don't waste any time. Like, get that ink dry at 12.01 and just be like, hey, here's my favorite pre-workout. It's called snake venom. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, lo- I like it. I know a lot of people are crazy. And the one thing I wanted to bring everyone's attention, just in case they forgot, but Dabo Sweeney, two years ago, or a year ago, after it got passed in California, that you can make money off your name and likeness and <laughs> as uh, amateur. He came out with his famous quote, that if student athletes are able to make money, that he will quit coaching. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's time to put up or shut up. Wow. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, how could you trust a coach that lies? That's true. How could any recruit believe him when yeah. getting recruited? Like, I will start you. Well, you lied about quitting. So, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Sorry. I want to see what his salary is. Coach you don't know who Dabo Sweeney is? The coach of I don't know what salary is. Oh, I mean, I'm sure he makes a ton of money at Clemson. They've won yeah. a good amount of national championships. Yeah. It's funny, if you look at, like, the highest paid public employee in most states, it's a college football coach, because technically, you know, mm-hmm. public universities, they pay the, the head coaches so much. Um, Dabo Sweeney, he makes $8.2 million U.S. dollars. Compare that to salary. NFL. It's crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. Why is he going to be upset if like, his players get a little anything? Literally anything. College football coaches are getting paid more than NFL football coaches. If you're a top coach. like Yeah. For me, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is college basketball right away. How would that affect? Do you think it's going to affect people? Like, for example, LeBron, would he have gone to the NBA if he knew he was going to make money? or any big name all-star, whoever it is. You think that makes a difference in terms of, like, well, do LeBron, I go to the big LeBron, leagues LeBron, and push my body to, like, the actual extremes, risk not playing a few years, or do you stay three more years in college? No, that's that's a little unique, though, because, like, a LeBron or, like, a Zion, they were... Or Kobe. Or, like, Kobe were, like, yeah. such, like, you knew they were going pro no matter what. Generational, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, I think going back, like, I think Zion would have gone just pro. Like, if he could have and didn't have to do a one-and-done year, I think he would have just gone pro. You make so much more money. You could start getting endorsement well, deals, but you got to think that these endorsement deals that they're giving athletes, since there's over 5,000 college athletes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but, like, you got to think that only the 1%, like a Trevor Lawrence or a Zion, are actually getting the big bucks. Like, the people I saw doing, like, the pre-workout stuff. Yeah. Like, if you only have, like, 50,000 followers, you're probably not getting crazy paychecks. You know, you might be getting a couple of thousand dollars a read or an ad, but, like, that's true. Zion, you're going to have to pay him. Like, the man's got his own signature shoe. They came out with another signature shoe for the first time in, like, nine years for Nike just for him. That's crazy. That's nuts, yeah. So it's, like, for him, coming out of college, like, knowing that you're going to get all this stuff because that's how – highly coveted he was, I don't think you'd be like, oh, I'll go to college just to make, like, a million dollars. You'd be like, dude, your endorsement deal is going to be, uh, like, a, a $15 million signing bonus. And that's true, but I don't know. This is this is just so new that 
I mean, brands are going to come on the other side and say, well, shit, if we could keep them in college for two or three more years, we'll, we'll let go of some money and make some money off that likeness. Cause college, I mean, NCAA makes just billions. It makes billions. So I don't know. It's just too new. I don't know what these contracts actually look like. So I think I there's, there's so many layers to it, right? There's like entire companies like have influencer departments and basically it just opened up a whole bunch of green fields for a lot of people. And so like there are these, like those basketball players this morning who signed like these twin girls who play basketball for, I forget which team, but they signed for like a boatload of money or a boatload of money with boost mobile because they have 66 million followers on TikTok. Like wow. that's what's happening right now. So like they're like getting like, all this stuff is happening like on a like like all right now and there's so many athletes that are influencer level like have a ton of yeah. followers and all different like mediums that that could happen um and i but i also agree like there's going to be levels right you'll get your local endorsements which will be great honestly like think about like these local towns being able to like like if in Iowa, like the local, a local bar could sponsor like a basketball player or something like that. And like have yeah. like, like that type of stuff would be sweet and like would draw people. And like, yeah. that's it. I think there could be really cool levels to this, um, that like we haven't seen before. And honestly, like these people deserve money, like their name, like let them use their name however they want. They're adults, you know, it's really going to help out like the middle people, like the, uh, yeah. like, Think of like a quarterback that's playing on like a shitty team in college, but you see like their highlight reel, like maybe they're going to get drafted in like the third or fourth round. Like they could start making money just because of like a highlight, which I think is really cool. Like a Zion or Trevor Lawrence, like, you know, that those guys are going first overall when they get to college. Like it's like, we haven't even seen them play a snap or like, you know, shoot anything. And you're like, ah, you're going first. Like, it's kind of nuts. But a lot of the middle tier guys are going to start making money. And what Beer said is exactly what's going to happen. Like all these small college towns or any college town, big or small, you're going to start doing like dealership, like signing your autograph. Like, hey, we're going to have Johnny be signing autographs at the Chevy down the road. And then like he can make money off that. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for selfish reasons, the biggest thing for me is that they get to bring back all the college games. I love it genius like i would lo- i mean i don't really care about college basketball video game but i think i speak for everyone here that when the ncaa ba- or football game comes back i mean that could easily sell like 50 million copies in a weekend yeah and you don't yeah. with that game you don't have to have the remember because they couldn't use their likeness they couldn't actually put their names on it so it'd be like halfback number three quarterback yeah. number 12 and everything like that. I'm like, who is that? I think that's this guy. I think it's that guy. And they couldn't say the names or anything like that. So uh, that that's the most exciting part to me. Yeah. It's be, say it's what you will awesome. say what you will about EA as a company putting out those games, but they were like very, like when everything was coming out, they're like, we want to pay the players. Like we will pay the players. Like they're happy to pay the players for their likeness. Yeah. So it's, so much money to be made that they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, we'll pay them. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like they're totally worth the investment. It is. So like, yeah, why not? You know, the NCAA I, finally I, did it. I think it has potential to be like one of the most sold games just because you have people like our age that grew up with it. where like, Oh my God, do you remember how much better they were than the Maddens? And then you're going to have the kids that just play Madden grew up without it. And then it'll be like, Oh, let's see what this game's about. It's just going to sell like hockey. I mean, everyone's going to be with it like if they bring back the road to heisman like you're in your dorm room and stuff like oh man yeah i haven't even thought about playing madden i mean eric you just haven't been very happy with it so i'm like yeah i'm gonna stay away from that but if they came back with another ncaa type of uh yeah i'm, I'm playing that right away that's probably the only sports that and mlb show i guess mlb the show's fun yeah i have that one I have MLB the show. I bought the most recent Madden. I'll probably buy the most recent, uh, the next one too, just because Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Like, so. You can't just download gonna, roster updates? I could, but that's, I don't know. I guess. But you want just, new and improved Justin Fields with the, the slightly new graphics. That's yeah. And want. like the, them saying his name 
during the game, like that's a game changer for me. So, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm excited. I think I think these athletes deserve it. I think we'll see some really sweet video games eventually. Like, NCAA deserves to come back playing NCAA 14 forever since 2013. It's almost almost 10 years been playing the same xbox 360 games so like i was trying to think about that who who is going to be the first cover athlete well yeah think oh that's let's think about it like lots. think about more general who's going to be the big the big athlete that's going to get a deal right now in college right like who's going to be the first person to like get like a shoe deal or like a big deal there's like spencer rattler the qb from oklahoma who's going to be like the new number one pick he's been like the best qb in his class forever so he's really good. Um, but who else? Do we know anybody? Like, curious. But that's the fun because sometimes they wouldn't always play like the Heisman winner or they wouldn't always put like the Heisman winner on the cover. And I love that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's a shame that Trevor Lawrence, that this just didn't happen a couple years ago because <laughs> Trevor Lawrence would have been perfect for it, you know? Yeah. Or like Zach Wilson or somebody. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know who the it's hard with 2020 are. and not really seeing a college football season last year. So mm-hmm. not a good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of players are like opting in for the draft too, just because. But I think Spencer Rattler will be a big one. Um, that'll be that'll be really interesting to see what happens with the really big name college players, like how much money gets tossed around. Like, does Nike sign like a college player and how much money? Excited for so so do you know the rules with it about everything with signing like with brands no i don't know the rules so the rules are this so if you play for let's do uh michigan for example they're sponsored by jordan so it's not like you could go out and get like adidas uh, like a, a brand deal with adidas and play with adidas shoes on the court okay you can you have to play with what your school is on the court, but you could do deals off the court. So I think you're going to see a lot of deals with players signing deals with the already existing team. I don't think you're going to see too many, like, like for Michigan, I don't think you're going to see too many Jordan. And then a lot of people have Adidas off the court. Like, I think I wouldn't be surprised if like Jordan brand is already going in there, like talking to everyone be like, ah, right, let's figure out how much we're going to pay you. Are they going to start giving out fines for stuff like that? Like, let's say you're in a, you you go to a school that's an Adidas and you sign with Under Armour or something like that, and you start wearing Under Armour stuff out there. Are they going to start fining the kids? So, as of right now, the rule is that if you're not compliant with it, you get the suspension. Oh. But I think if you did something so drastic, if like you played for Michigan and showed up with like. Let's just say Adidas, because I don't want to say Nike, because, I mean, Jordan Brand's owned by Nike. But if you came out in Adidas, like, I mean, it's going to be a big issue. Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's going to be a really big issue. Interesting. I mean, if they're they're paying you the type of money that they pay, you, you don't make that mistake, I would say. Especially yeah, I, as I a college kid, that. you know. Yeah. OBJ, um, I feel like that's a, that's a whole other thing. I mean, not even just Like, brands. you got in trouble for wearing the Supreme sleeve. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you could do something like that. Maybe I don't know the rule on that, but maybe you could have like, uh, a shooting sleeve brand, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause Jordan brand also has those. I don't know. It's a lot of cool things to come because you really don't know what it's going to be like. And you think someone's got to try something, you know, put a fake swoosh on there and take off the Velcro and be three stripes underneath on the court. You're like, Whoa. <laughs> Like the refs gotta call a timeout. They're like, T. Like, who who is it? What's the technical? Like, ah, oh, he's wearing all stars out there. He can't wear Chuck Taylor's. You're like, oh. <laughs> and today um, was the first day you said? Yeah. Okay. I mean it was at 1201, so I would have said yesterday, but yeah, technically today. Um, okay, there actually is, I forgot that there is one other sports thing I want to talk about before uh timeout happens. Uh I think we need to become the official podcast of Shohan Otani. Okay. The man oh. is unreal. <laughs> so I went back and I did a little research because I remember like when the Cubs were in the bidding for him, a lot of people were like, Oh, I don't really want him. How could, could he really be both ways? 
And I remember being a Cubs fan back then. I was like, I've never really seen this stuff. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've never watched Japan basketball or uh, baseball. Um, so I was like, I don't really know about this guy, but they geek home the next Babe Ruth, and I kind of want the next Babe Ruth. But I yeah. found another thing, like a Dabo Sweeney putting his foot in his mouth. One of the guys said the day that Shohei Otani signed with the Angels, because it came down to the Angels and the Yankees. Yankees yeah. And he said that, wow, the Yankees really lucked out and not signing Shohan Otani. And then they just played the Yankees two nights ago and Shohan went yard twice. <laughs> love it. I love it. But he is unreal, man. He's, he's got so a good. sub three ERA. He's batting 357 and he's third in the home run race. What is going on? <laughs> this is absolutely insane to me. Like I know he's not on yeah. one of my teams, but it's, it's like it's becoming to a point where it's like I can't just like overlook and just because he's an angel I can't like like the guy. It's like he is so good. He's so it's good. Insane. He throws a hundred and one miles an hour, and his average home run this season is almost three eighty. <laughs> he had a bomb that went four thirty five. What is going? Could you imagine like the pitcher coming up and everyone just being like, "Fuck, the pitcher's bad in third. It's like we're back in little league. Like yeah. this is nuts. They pull him out of the game in the seventh inning with one hit, and then they put him in the outfield because they're like, "We need your bat, guy. Like you're playing. Like it is unreal to me. And I'm telling you, I want us to become the biggest Shohan Otani podcast ever. Yeah, I remember when the White Sox, like the White Sox, put a bid on him, but the year before they like maxed out their bidding on a, on prospects that are like international prospects on Lu Luis Robert. So like, we were like, we'll we'll offer him like three hundred k, maybe he'll come, but like no, like there's no way. Like so, it was <laughs> always going to come down to like the Angels. And, yeah, I mean, we we haven't seen a player like this in a long time, and. You could say Babe Ruth. There was like a couple other players to do it, but not at this level right now. Like this I mean, it's is... insane. It's crazy. I mean, and it's just nuts. this Japanese yeah. kid that dominated his league and then decided to come on over and now it's dominating our league. So, and it's funny, he's with a player on his team that was widely considered the best player in baseball yeah. for years. For a so, long time. Yeah. yeah. I still think Mike Trout is the best yeah. player in baseball. Yeah. But it's just insane what he's doing on both sides of the ball. Because you think that, like, coming from, I don't want to, like, shit on Japan baseball, but you got to, like, it's not the MLB. You're not playing against the best of the best. And for him to come over here and be that good on both sides is nuts. He can stay healthy, then he'll be good. He's been he's been injured a decent amount the last few seasons, uh, yeah. but looks like things are going well this season. And yeah, I mean, he's one of the best right now. Trout's been the best player the last ten years. I mean, the Angels gotta put something together. Like they haven't been to the playoffs since Trout's been there. Like they they have to do it now. And if I don't, yeah. they, they're not playing too well. So it's like it still is, is up in the air. But it's like they. They have to do something now. They've got the two best players in baseball, one of which plays both ways. So, so it's funny that you mentioned that. I am like dumbfounded that they always suck in like getting these in like free agencies the last couple of years. I think it might be different now because Shohan is being like an MVP this season, and same with Mike Trout. But like, it's kind of crazy that I would think that they would just flock to like Anaheim and just be like, "Yeah, I'll go play for the Angels." You would think, like, yeah, we'll see if it happens this up or this off season. But like, it's just like it got to the point where I was like, I got to talk about it because it is nuts. And most of my friends don't even care about sports, so I was like, this is the only time I could bring it up. <laughs> um, all right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. Okay, so the first one I wanted to bring up. This one cracked me up. So the bad boy of TikTok, Bryce Hall, came out and started a feud with Michael Gruen. I don't even know who this Michael Gruen guy is, but this is what he used to insult him. He said, you're a slob, and you own no Bitcoin. <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> An insult only in 2021 that would work. You own zero Bitcoin. You own 
You own zero Bitcoin. Even 15 years ago, if you told someone that, they would be like, what? Even five <laughs> years ago, if you told somebody that, it'd be like, what? Oh my gosh. I mean, you you want bad boy? This is bad boy. This is bad boy 2021. You call someone a slob, and then you go, and you own no cryptocurrency. And the guy's like, I might have to fight you in the ring now. I like that this is the smack talk to get another fight. I think it is brilliant. Is this the guy who got his ass kicked? Glad you asked. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, he was in 40 street fights. <laughs> he's blowing vape smoke in a waiter's face. You know, he's just such a bad boy. He's got, I mean, it's got to be pretty important. I love that. You don't own any Bitcoin. And you're like, do any of you guys own any Bitcoin? Anyone? I do, but like, I would never use it as an insult. I don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> beer, beer, do you own Bitcoin? No, I don't. Okay. I thought, I thought, I thought it was going to be the. It? I don't own any either. I thought it was going to be the only I one. I can't believe I'm doing a podcast with a couple of slobs that don't own Bitcoin. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I, th- I think that, that the generation, like everyone makes fun of them, and this is why they get made fun of. Them. Like, if that's the insult, you don't own any Bitcoin. Just being like, wow, cuts deep, huh? Like, I saw one tabloid. It was Hollywood Fix that just said, Bryce Hall went there. Where did he go? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. That you don't own Bitcoin. Like, is it? I don't think it's weird that you guys don't own Bitcoin. I don't think it's weird to own Bitcoin. I do think it's weird to call someone out for not owning it. You don't have any Bitcoins, bro. That might be like, if I could hear a bar fight in Chicago, like deuces midday, some guy gets cut off in the bar and they're like, whoa, you don't even own any Bitcoin, bro. And be like, I guess I'm going to see some hands get thrown. Done. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, bad boy. Bad boy of TikTok. You know, TikTok doing TikTok shit. Um, bad boy TikTok. Oh, the next one I have is, guys, I didn't want to have to tell you this, but I think we got to move. Okay. Because Uh-oh. two friends decided to bury a bunch of money in Utah and are now giving out clues on Instagram of where to find the treasure. Two friends I buried have money. I always wanted to go on a treasure hunt. How much <laughs> money my first did they thought say? Is, my first thought is they're fucking with everyone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Big troll job. They don't have that glass much money. Glass half full kind of guy. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. But two friends, they have a bunch of money to bury. I don't know. Oh, if they no, they're like TikTok stars or YouTube stars. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, though. I'm sure I that... mean, dude, I, I heard they own Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, so they're legit. Okay. Yeah. They're legit. I heard they own Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure two uh, friends is the DJ, right? That's who you're talking about. I mean, like, they, they got, like, some good YouTube. They got some good songs, but like, it's a genius move. I mean, if you're trying to get followers, that's how you get it. That that's a brilliant marketing. Yeah, movie. they've got my interest. That's for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're talking money. That. I'm interested. Hidden as treasure. I, yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "You talking about a real life treasure hunt?" <laughs> I was like, "I mean, it sounds dope." Could you imagine just being like? Walk up to all our girlfriends and just being like, <laughs> could you imagine Johnny on your next date with this chick? You just gotta only talk about the treasure hunt. Like, what are your hobbies? Glad you asked. Uh, so it's been a lot of money on a metal detector. We're going on a treasure hunt in Utah. Some TikTokers made up, and I own Bitcoin. So you don't have a slot. I don't know. Call me old fashioned, but it doesn't feel like a real treasure hunt if you don't get on a pirate ship at some point and Utah's a landlocked state. So I, I don't know. That's not really doing it for me. Are you going full Goonies on me? I yeah. I mean, throw you it in the full pirate Goonies. theme for sure. I, I need you know, throw it in the Pacific Northwest. I just I want to be on a boat at some point during it, and I don't think I can do that in Utah. So that's you know just a little bit disappointing. They have to have some lakes. Yeah, they've got the Great Salt Lake, but I, you know, I'm not, I don't have to cross the Great Salt Lake in order to like get to the treasure, probably. You could go around. I was going to say, how do you know? Yeah, you can just walk around it. I Um, I would drive personally, but yeah, you can walk too. So I haven't looked up any of it, but we might want to start a little segment of we go through their Instagram and see if we can find it. And then we just 
like Facebook someone that's in Utah, like, hey, go find this money and we'll give you half. <laughs> My boss lives in Utah, so that'll work. Perfect. <laughs> Johnny's putting on <laughs> Skype meetings every day for an hour. Like, you got time to talk about this buried treasure? <laughs> like, uh, no. Like, nah, just hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you guys were going to be a lot more excited. I'm, I'm very excited that there's a real, like, uh, treasure. I think they're, re- I think they're really smart to do that. I mean, it's genius. I didn't know oh, one genius. of them was a, was a DJ. So, I mean, that's how you get a following right away. Oh, I can't wait to steal the idea. <laughs> It'd be in my backyard. We will bury a treasure. Where should we bury one? If we bury one. Well, we can't say it. Yeah. Well, like, not where specifically. Like, are we going to take it, like, like Door County? Or Rochester, like, gonna... Minnesota. Rochester, Rochester, Minnesota. Minnesota Rochester, only... yes. <laughs> How about we put it in an Uber that only drives for four hours a day in Rochester? We'll never find it. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Okay, uh, a remake that I didn't know I wanted until I heard the cast. Nick Offerman is uh, the lead. He's playing the Tom Hanks character in A League of Their Own. I'm a little torn. I love Nick Offerman. I think A League of Their Own needs a remake. I think that is like a perfect movie. You don't agree? You don't like that movie? No, I agree. I'm I'm shaking my head because why do they have to remake every single fucking movie? Everything with these these (laughs) big... Uh, studios, corporations, it's just all about money, 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 dollar signs. We want to bring a new audience into this, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing we talked about with the Willy Wonka like prequel. Like We don't need that. We want new ideas. Quit remaking mm-hmm. shit. I don't well, like it. Thumbs down. I say I agree, right? I don't like it because like I love A League of Their Own. I actually watched it recently, and I think it's still timeless right i mean how many people still use the quote there's no crying in baseball yeah all the time exactly all the time anybody anybody cries anytime you yell there's no crying in baseball so but i look at this cast and there's like is this i think it's like amy poehler and then nick offerman are back together and like they're they're making it funny about baseball in the 1940s like Damn, I think it could be, be really funny. <laughs> I think it could be. I think for what it could be on its own, I think it'd be funny. I don't want it to like ruin the original movie because the original movie is timeless and amazing. <laughs> I think this could be hilarious. So, okay. See, so- the thing though is they they hit you with the banger cast. Like I like Nick Offerman. I like the cast. I think it could be good. I'm just saying that a league of their own. I don't see in the slightest of why they have to remake it. Why don't they just make a new movie like A League of Their Own instead of remaking A League of Their Own? So unlike you guys, I have not seen this movie, so it's not ruining any, anything. I'm oh, really wow. excited to see Dude, Nick you Offerman and watch. Amy Poehler back together. That's awesome. I'm You've never seen A League of Their Own? No, so I've never even heard of it until you guys talked about it. It's about how... Wow. It, so it's, it's true, because when the men, uh, during the draft of World War II, the MLB wanted professional baseball to keep going so they had women come up and form teams to play baseball instead oh shit so they had women's teams that like everybody would watch as like mlb teams for a couple years and it happened and this whole movie is about how this like manager is like managing a team of women that are like just a bunch of ragtag players in the 40s it's it's so good it's he's so good. I watched that. Sounds awesome. Drunk the entire time. Yeah, he's drunk the whole time. It's great. <laughs> that reminds me of the documentary that uh, I recommended to you on Netflix, The Battered Bastards of Baseball. Have you guys yeah. seen that? No. No. Trying to like make a single A independent team happen in the eighties, like in the nineties. Um, nice. Uh, who was the Who was a famous actor? I forget his name. Uh, Carl. The uh, Russell name I can't remember. Oh, Russell. Kurt Russell. Oh, Kurt, Russell? Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt uh, Russell. His dad. His dad did it. It's his yeah. Dad's so he was like in a bunch of yeah. Western movies, and he was like a big movie star. And then he moved out to uh, what was it? it was Portland, right? It was like Tacoma. Uh, I remember you guys talking about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should definitely watch that documentary. It's it's really good. 
can't believe they have that much footage uh, for that. Like, oh shit! I just for a minor it. league team and in the eighties, it's it's fun. I'll watch it, but I'm not hundred percent sure if I'll like it. I do like the cast though. Uh, the last one we had though is there's a new artist. She's not really new, but she's up and coming this or she's blowing up this year. Her name is Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, she sings the song. Good for you and driver's license, I think is what I had down. Um, but anyways, she's under a lot of hot water and very close to being canceled for plagiarizing music. Um, Ooh, didn't she just release like a an album that? I mean, I've seen it. Everyone just talk about. It. I've never listened to it myself. So that's the biggest thing. Is like, here's my thing. They say like she sounds like other artists. I mean, yeah. Like the song "Good for You" literally sounds exactly like a Lord song. Yeah, I mean that's just kind of how music is. There's a lot like, of I, similarity. I don't love it. Yeah, there's a reason it's mainstream. I mean, it's a main. It's a, it's a variation of pretty similar pop songs or pop beats or whatever you call it. Yeah. So there's the the biggest argument right now is uh, that her album cover and like her artwork. Air. There's a band called the Pom Pom Squad. That came out with an album this year called Kill the Cheerleader, or like Death of a Cheerleader. That if you look at the photos side by side, I mean, it doesn't look good for Olivia. For Olivia, yeah. It doesn't look good for her. It does look like a complete knockoff, but it's like, I don't know. I was kind of under the impression, like, nowadays, if you want to be mainstream, you got to have like a certain sound. And it's like, Billie Eilish to me sounds just like Lord, and I don't think she's as talented as Lord. But, like, she's very popular, and I feel like this Olivia Rodrigo girl was probably like, hey, if I could make music like this, would I be super famous? And then, yeah. I think it up. I just Googled this, and one of the top uh, stories, an article that came up is titled, Olivia Rodrigo and Why Originality in Art is Overrated. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think she's probably okay, but... That's a pretty strong headline. <laughs> Originality and art is overrated. Seem, seems like they've got the PR team working overtime to try and bury, bury <laughs> yeah, this league. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That sounds like her team for what? sure. Yeah. Originality is over. <laughs> no one else. Just be the same as everybody started. else. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Okay. That's interesting take, but sure. Yeah. Everybody's if you're remotely an artist and it doesn't matter music or painting, yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's Just I don't do think what everybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> I think just like the you don't own Bitcoin is like, is this just like a new age thing where it's like, so what? She stole these people's art. Like, fuck it. Doesn't matter. It's not important. It's like, to me, it's kind of a big deal. Like, I don't think you should be stealing stuff. Like, if her whole thing is like, she's like Taylor Swift, writes her own music and stuff like that. It's like, but did you? Was she just stealing art or was she like, what was it? The album cover? Art, the album cover, everything. I mean, if you look at the Pom Pom Squad, it is like, I mean, it's it's almost identical. Like, it's crazy. Where it's just like, okay, I mean, it's like, okay, here's a good thing. It's like last week how we talked about Yeezy and Walmart. And they're like, nah, I don't see any difference in here. Like, that's kind of what she's doing. Mm. She's like, nah, it's not the same. And everyone's like, eh. It's kind of very, very similar. But I like what she did that after this stuff started coming out, she did a free concert at her old high school's prom. Genius. Get the headlines moving. Like uh yeah. Nick said. Yeah. PR team you know, like, working overtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good for go them. Go to your old prom and, and do a concert and you'll be loved again. It's like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it'll blow over in a week. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like that. I was trying to think of like how big it matters. Like I I think her music's fine. I think that she just copied Lord, but like you could have more than one Lord. Um, but like, <laughs> I don't really like her that much. And like, I don't really think her music's anything special. So like, I don't care. But like, is when it comes to pop and all that, I just feel like there's so much overlap in the sound. Like, I mean, for me personally, I guess if I was a fan of any one of them, maybe it would matter and I would notice, but from the outside, I feel like this does. But if she's blatantly copying, like, for example, like a beat or lyrics, something very specific, I think that's different. And they're actually calling that specifically, but 
they're just doing it generally like that. Ah, she sounds like something else. But obviously, you said artwork itself is eerily the same. I got a little bit of a spin zone. Yeah. Before I brought up this whole topic, have you ever heard of the Pom Pom Squad? No. Oh, good PR for them. I'm just saying. Good like, for them. Yeah, she might have stole your stuff, but then you could be like, hey, she stole my stuff. And now everyone's like, oh, look at the Pom Pom Squad. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure they had fans and stuff, but they're clearly not as big as her. And it's just like, well, as much as it sucks getting your stuff stolen, I bet so many more people have gone on like Spotify to look at the album oh, yeah. and listen to their music. Like, it's a blessing for them, 100%. Yeah, I'm not saying like it's okay to yeah. steal stuff, but I'm just saying as a spin zone, I'd be like, oh. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um, all right, let's head over to the rank. So the rank is best. Fourth of July activity. Uh, let's start off with the man not in Chicago beer. Okay. So best, best fourth, fourth of July activities. I've got number four. I love watching baseball. I love being around baseball on fourth of July. I think it is it's America's game. And I just feel like really patriotic when there's a good game of baseball on. So like watching baseball, doing anything involving baseball. I know I'm going to set time aside to watch some, watch some baseball this weekend. Um, my number three, it's talked about it a ton in this podcast is smoking meats, making meats for freaking <laughs> 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Of course I'm going to do that. I don't know what I'm going to make yet. I'm going to go to Costco tomorrow. We're going to see what they got probably go to high V too. maybe grab some ribs. I don't know yet. We're going to roll the dice. Um, it's a big weekend. No vegetables. Not a single vegetable touches that smoker. I mean, like, why would you? Um, that's the question. So, but I mean, I'm I'm feeling good about that. I'm excited about it. Uh, we'll see what I do this weekend, but it'll probably be a brisket and something. I, I'm thinking about beef ribs again. It's been a long time since I've done beef ribs, but um, number two activities to do around 4th of July fireworks. I love, I like blowing stuff up. Like that's just, <laughs> it's really fun and like primal. I like just blowing yes. things up. Like that's, it's great. You're um, the most stereotypical Midwesterner of all time. I like smoking my meat and I like blowing shit up. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Well, you're going to love this. Number one is a Midwesterner. I like drinking beer while on a lake. That's my number one thing to do on Fourth of July. Yes, is to drink beer, drink beer, and maybe some white claws and some truly's, but mainly beer on a lake and enjoy it. That's what I'm gonna do the entirety of next week. By the way, so I might miss the pod. Probably will miss the pod next week unless I'm home, but I probably won't be because I'm going to be on a lake. In the I middle. want you to do a podcast from the lazy river or like a <laughs> flow trip. That's what I want. You to I'm gonna be, be like canoe and be like my rank this week. Oh, wait, wait, we got the riptide coming. <laughs> we're, we're going to a cabin that's located in the middle of a lake. So we have to take a boat to it to get to this cabin. So it's oh. going to be, it's going to be a good time. I'm really excited. It's awesome. Mm, sounds like a really good place to hide a treasure. <laughs> I'm just saying. Got to take a boat to get to it. I did not say which lake. I did not say which lake yeah. on the pod. So we'll no, see. that's what I'm saying. It just sounds like a really good place to hide a treasure. That is a really good one. Uh, you can popcorn. Let's go popcorn, Johnny. <laughs> so first, <clears throat> I just saw your prompt and you just said 4th of July activities, not best 4th of July activities. So the fourth one that I have is bottle up, bottle rocket fights. That I used to have. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you didn't know after almost a hundred episodes that when I say a rank, it is the best. I assume, but I decided to take it this direction because it's more fun. Interesting. Right, so bottle rocket fights. What we used to do uh, when we were kids is, I mean, we would go to the park and it's about a hundred yards, about a football field size park. And we'd have two teams on either side and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just, it's just shooting bottle rockets at each other from our hands. Um, and looking back on it, it might be probably one of the stupidest things uh, I've ever done as a kid. But there, it's so thrilling, and I would never do it again. But it's, it did give me give me another idea for a rank. Um, 
the four dumbest things that you could think of that you did when we were kids. <laughs> I feel like I could, I could fill that list like four times over. <laughs> uh, but this one, uh, this one gave me a good idea for the rank today. Number three, uh, just going to the movies. I feel like every Fourth of July weekend, it's like the biggest box office for the best movies ever. Um, every Men in Black movie, every Marvel <laughs> movie, basically. Um, Independence Day, obviously. But yeah. for whatever reason, that's just like something that me and my dad did every, basically every Fourth of July. Uh, number two, just watch baseball. No explanation needed. Beer, you said it. You said you, you said it perfectly. And number one, grilling. I don't even know what I'm gonna grill, but uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. Might try smoking some wings actually. Ooh, nice. Yes. Beer, do you have any uh, any tips, recommendations? Have you done it? You've done it before, right? Yeah. So it depends what you got. If you have like a a Weber, you just go buy some. <laughs> Charcoal and some Kev has chunks. that. Uh, Kev has that. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's where that's my plan. Oh, that's easy. Then you just brine, yeah. brine the wings and you're good. Kevin, right should, Kevin should know how to do that too. So, oh, yeah, sure. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, not, it's not too hard. You'll have a good time. Smoke wings are so good. Wait, I gotta, I gotta interject just for a second because it made me remind of something that we did when we were grilling. Me and Nick were out there like grilling all the burgers. And the flare-up was getting terrible because they put too much meat on. And Johnny comes out with this tinfoil ball or like bowl of onions. The, <laughs> the flames are like up to my head. I'm like trying to get it on. And Johnny's just like, where do you want me to put them? I'm like, give me a second. <laughs> like trying to get this thing. The flame, I was like freaking out. I was like, we're about to explode here. And Johnny's throw just them like, right on the flames. The <laughs> just throws it right on them. Oh, I loved it. Did you guys burn um, a bunch of meat last weekend or what? No, we didn't no, burn anything. Good. We got a little lucky. We just didn't have, there's no spotlight outside, uh, and it was getting pretty dark when we were grilling. Um, they brought out the flashlights. Me and Nick, man, the grill. It was a good time. Uh, yeah, that was a really good rank, Johnny. Uh, you could popcorn as well. All right, Joseph. Go ahead. Okay. Number four is going to be golf. Uh, there's something magical about a 4th of July weekend. That is where the cart girls are working overtime <laughs> down in drinks out there. You'll see like the beer bongs come out. Everyone just having like a party on the course. I love it. I know it's going to take like five and a half hours around, but if there's like something magical about being out there, because it's like another big golf weekend, such as like father's day, where like a lot of players that are just out there for fun that don't care about their score come out. Uh, number th- three, I'm going to go with grilling. But specifically about grilling, that if you're at a block party, it is the circle that everyone must take to stop and talk to the person that's grilling for a couple of minutes just because they're cooking everyone's food. So you got to walk up to them and be like, it might be a guy that you haven't seen for like 20 years. Be like, oh my God, like Uncle Phil, how are you doing? He's like, oh, doing good, you know, just flipping these burgers. And then like you get out of rotation, someone comes back in, pretty much has the same conversation 50 times over. It's delicious. They always got like the new balances and the Nikes, the white ones. And you're just like, I know you're going to cook it up someday. Uh, number two is just going to be all things fireworks. I love blowing up fireworks, uh, Roman candle fights, pretending you're a wizard, saying some, you know, Harry Potter spells, uh, going to the lake and watching them. And I think is really good. And then number one by far is just, we normally do a big black party at my uncle's house and they have a bags tournament every year. And it's free to enter, but the winner gets like 500 bucks. And it is just so much fun because it's, it would be like if you got the early heat, like you had to play at like noon, you'd be like, oh man, people are going to be playing pretty well. But if you draw like the three o'clock heat, you are so golden because you'll play with two guys that can't even walk. Yeah. They, they are seeing nine boards out there. They skipped the three, they went straight to nine, they won't hit anything. And you'll just be like, walk away with the money. So that's always a lot of fun. Let's close it out with Father Dragon. All right. Number four, watching fireworks. Uh, my days of shooting them off are well well past their prime. Uh, I'm all about watching them. There's always a neighbor down at the lake that uh, seems to be shooting off uh, like way too many. Um, like, <laughs> where did you get these industrial-grade fireworks? But, hey, it's Indiana, so anything's possible. 
Number three, uh, the hot dog eating contest. I love watching the hot dog eating contest. There's something uniquely American about watching a bunch of people stuff their faces, about watching Joey Chestnut, this guy who we don't hear from all year, who just comes back for the hot dog eating contest, <laughs> continually one-up himself every year. I think he's up to like 70, 80 yeah. hot dogs in 12 minutes now. It's just absurd. Uh, Pretend to be his doctor watching. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. You got you got to You got to purge yourself after that, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, it's got to be horrible for you. Uh number 2, playing cornhole. Joe calls it bags, I call it cornhole. Um love doing that with the fam. We usually have a tournament with the extended fam that's uh, hanging out with us on 4th of July. And then number 1, grilling out. Love eating mm-hmm. some burgers, some dogs, anything else gets thrown on the grill. Um, I used to, uh, one of my clients at my old job was Reynolds aluminum foil and literally like 4th of July was like their busy season. Like they were, they would prep months in advance to make sure that there was plenty of foil out to all the people bef- well before 4th of July. Cause just like that people, everybody yeah. grills. And it's like, I love it. Something American <laughs> about that. Yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like the merry-go-round of talking to the griller. Yeah, like I feel like that. For sure. Everywhere. You oh got to pay your respects to the grill master. Yeah. No. You the, the one whipping up these brats? Oh, my God, they're so good. And you're like, I don't know, it's just a brat, but, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, I got to talk to you. Maybe my FaceTime. Um, all right, that's great. Everyone have a very happy and safe 4th of July. Uh, if you're going to play the wizard battles, just, you know, hold them a little bit off to your body. They always kick back. Um, and then we will get uh, Nick blowing off some, well, at least some black cat. We'll get him to explode. A couple of mortars here and there. Uh, Yeah, thank you guys, everyone. Stay safe, and we will see you next week.